clear the airways for the big broadcast. It's time for HempRadio.com, your source for everything hemp and cannabis. With your host, Patty Kicks, the queen of cannabis. Hey, welcome to Hemp Radio. It's Patty Cakes, the Queen of Cannabis, and I am here in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm here with my co-host, Darlene Mia of the Hempington Post, and we are here with the God, Nevada's godfather of marijuana, Senator Tick Sigerbloom. Correct. Did I spell, say your name right? Pretty close, yeah. Okay. And we're so excited to be here, and... You are a star because you've been on. T- I've watched you on TV this week. Oh, and <laughs> and I want to know what makes you a star. I want to know what we're talking about. <laughs> what are they doing? I know that you have a problem with Sandoval. What is he doing to the uh, cannabis industry? Well, he's he's been great actually for the cannabis industry. It's just uh, we're trying to get more money to schools, and um, you know we're generating a lot of, of taxes. But right now the taxes. They're generated are going to what's called the rainy day fund, not going to schools. And so we're trying to ask him to divert it back into schools where people, that's where people voted they wanted to put it. Right. So when you first did this, it was like this much goes to the state, this much goes to a city of Las Vegas, and this much goes to the schools. Is that how you did it? Um, not totally. But, but anyway, the, the voters, when they voted to approve recreational marijuana, said, it goes to schools. Right. Now, yeah, and and that money is going to schools. But then Sandoval came along and said, I'm going to add another 10% tax, and that's going to go to schools too. And that 10% tax is what's not going to schools now. That's going to the Rainy Day Fund. So, so why? Going, I'm sorry, it's going into what's called the Rainy Day Fund. Basically, to it's like a savings account. So, so in, the case the, yeah, so in case the state gets in trouble, there's money to spend uh, in hard times. However, the people didn't vote for that. No. You got to talk. No, the people didn't vote for that. No, people voted. Everybody, everybody. First question they have is, why doesn't the money go to go to the pot money go to schools? Right, and I mean, you know what Colorado's doing. Have you? Has anybody here looked into their program with the schools and how much money they've given to the school programs? Um, in general, but you know, we're 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 trying to give everything we can. You know, you can only make so much, and the key is. You can't tax it too much because that just encourages no. the black market. So. Right, 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 right. And uh, so how is everything going since you guys have been up and running? Uh, amazingly smooth, number one. Just uh, Nobody's died from overdoses. No, and, and the industry's doing well. Uh, we're selling lots. Uh, you know, I don't know if you followed it, but every other state yes. that's been recreational, they took longer than they're supposed to to open. We opened six months early. So we're very proud of our of our industry, and, and I can't say enough about them. They're great people. I went to the Grove yesterday because they're friends of mine. It's a dispensary on Swenson Street. Know it well. And um, they are, I mean, it's beautiful, and I went to their grow hut. Their operation is immaculate. It's top of the, I mean, it is an incredible how they are operating. So clean, so perfect. It's it's amazing. It's probably one of the best grows I've seen. Yeah, and and even though this is great, there's several others like that. So uh, the industry has uh, just spent fortune building these things out, um, and now they're getting the product in. So we need to have more product, but but that's going to come. Where that's are we coming. growing? Are we growing here in the state? I mean, you have to grow yeah. in the state in which you have a dispensary. Yeah, right? correct. So, so are we growing out in Pahrump? Where are we growing? No, there's just warehouses uh-huh. around the city. 
I mean, there's some in Trump too, but mainly just warehouses right next to the Strip, North Las Vegas. The, the grow, uh, the people that own dispensaries have to have their own grows. No, they no. don't. They can buy. The great thing okay. about Nevada is you can buy and sell anything from anyone. So in any, Nevada, right? right. So any, I can't any, bring any, my California. Right. Any grow can send to any sell to any production. Any production can send to any dispensary. So it's, it was designed to just make sure that we keep track of everything, but but maybe have it a free market. We even have a pie tribe. In fact, when you leave here, you should go right. by there, yes. up here on Main Street, the yes. biggest dispensary in the world. Yes, What's the is. name of it? It's called New Woo, N-U-W-U. I went there on the oh, opening. Oh, right. Yes. yes. I, yes. And, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, in High Times, is going to build the first uh, 24-hour lounge. According to New Woo, High Times <laughs> is going to come in right yeah. on that lot high and build time, the first. Right. Oh, yeah, so that's And funny, I that. know other people that I've talked to, in Las Vegas are going to be doing the lounges as soon as they can because that's the problem here. Well, but just remember, the great thing about Nuu is they don't have anybody looking over their shoulder. Why? Because they're 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 Indians. Indians. Yeah, so it's sovereign land. Okay, 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 okay. Very good. Where is it? It's just right up here, half a mile away. North Las have... Vegas Boulevard. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. It's huge. It's beautiful. So you think that'll be the first? It's uh... Main Street. Not, oh, not Main Street. Street. Yeah. Okay. So just go over here two blocks and go north, just past Fremont, and you'll see it. You can't miss it. Perfect. Wow. So, so however, that doesn't really. There's. Let me just say this, like back up. <laughs> what are we doing about being able to have areas to smoke? Lounges. In? Yes, lounges uh, or yeah. any kind of law. I'm going into the dispensary. I'm here out of town. I'm buying some pot. I walk into this incredible place with very knowledgeable people. And then I walk out and I say, what? Where am I smoking? Right. Well, anyway, to answer your question, originally we thought we had to have a state law to allow it, and I couldn't get that law passed. So then I went back to the legislative attorneys, and they said, reality is you don't need a state law. Each jurisdiction can do it on their own. The city can do one. The county can do one. Okay. So then we went to the city and the county and said, well, you do an ordinance. And they started out uh, drafting those, and then Sessions did his thing a couple months ago, right. and everybody froze. Uh-huh. So right now everything is frozen. Uh, we're hoping in the next couple of months to get them to – Back to get back on the, hey. the program, but right now it's just everything, everything's on hold. So, so what you, happens with our millions of visitors that come here that are what, what they're just at risk, kind of? Yeah, they're they're smoking in rooms, they're smoking on the strip, they're smoking in concerts, they're smoking everywhere. But what, it's, it's illegal. illegal, and it's a four hundred dollar ticket if they right. if they right. But what I know about Vegas is you can walk down the street with a beer, right, right. or well, a that, cocktail. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm so confused about. If if I can walk down the street with a cocktail or a beer, I don't drink. Why can't I walk down the street with a joint? Okay, because so it's let, illegal. So let me ask you this: um, <laughs> they're they're handling this though in Colorado, right? Well, barely. They just uh, passed the first ordinance in Denver, and I think the first uh, lounge, uh, if it's licensed or not, but it's it is so restrictive. I don't see how they're going to ever get, make it work. The other day, just to have a room where people pay. For, Pay, you know, to go in and sit there and smoke marijuana with other people is not going to happen. But on the other hand, if you have the room, you have to charge, make some money on it. Right. So it, right. We, we, no one has figured out how to do that unless you just have an open lounge with you have alcohol in there, music, and and so, so that's where you have to go. And, now, and Denver won't allow that. Well, they, how are they doing it? How are they? They, they doing haven't it? done it. That's what I say. What, are, what happens with well, everybody we, that's we smoking do. pot? 
Well, again, that's... They're coming to your house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're doing it surreptitiously. They're doing it openly. Uh, the cops don't want to bust anybody just because they're smoking a joint. Right. But the truth is, we need to have places where it's legal. So exactly. that way you can just unwind and not have to worry about anything. Right. I mean, it's it's such a drag. You're coming to a place... I, I mean, I love Vegas. It's the party city. And, you know, we're smoking pot now. I mean, everybody from California comes here. Right. And it's it's... It will happen. Okay. I really believe it will happen soon. Well, I have one more question about that, though. Go. So do you think that the casino industry has anything to do with it not moving forward because it might take away from their people because pot smokers are not the biggest gamblers? I don't think so. They, they could have stopped this thing a long time ago, and they haven't. So I think they're, they're cautiously watching yes. it to see, and when they see that it's successful, they'll pull it inside the casinos. Right now they're just kind of letting it grow it's new here and monitor it but it's, the fact right. the other day they see that that's where the younger generation is they see that it fits perfectly with their model because they don't make so much money on gambling anymore mm-hmm. it's more right. hotels food entertainment right. uh, shows oh i thought they right. made their money on gambling no no no, no gambling is passe really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh it's kind of going away i didn't know that well, so so then basically everything is just kind of moving forward. It is, it is. And, and as long as Sessions uh, is in the picture, that'll probably happen, but he could be gone any second. Okay, that's what we're praying for, right. his demise. Right. Any way you look at it, that's but, how I but look at we, it. But that's enough to, to, to get rid of him. We have to make sure that the person who succeeds him is, is better, so... And who would you think they would have their eye on? Well, I've heard told their 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 eye is on uh, the the guy who's head of EPA, this Pruitt, who's probably worse than that. Oh, sessions. Pruitt! No, he can't be it either. Um, well, this is how I look at it: we've come so far in right. cannabis, right. and there's now there's big people, there's important people, there's people like you who really want it. I mean. I, I don't think that there there's no way that they can stop anything because I think we now have money and power behind us, whereas before we didn't. We had nothing. Yeah, they can't, they can't stop it. They can just slow it down. But, but, right. the, but the, the horse is out of the barn and you can't Ex- put it back. Right. The locomotive right. is on the tracks. And I love that. I love forward. that. Yes. So are there any, have, you know, the police incur uh, any problems? Are there, you know, more robberies? Because that's, people think soon as their cannabis is allowed in their city, they think that so many things are going to happen. That's what they say, they, the people that don't know, they think that these things are going to happen. So have you done any studies or surveys since you guys have had legal uh, cannabis? Um, we were actually doing a, a, an economic study to, to show what the economic impact is. But as far as uh, problems, just anecdotally, the police have no problems, the cities have no problems, the industry has no problems. I mean, you can't take it. You couldn't. It's a million dollars a day in sales. And to start from zero and go to a million dollars and have zero problems is just amazing. Right. The industry has been so fantastic. Of course. Uh, there's been no uh, allegations of people going out the back door, right? It's selling right. pot that wasn't supposed to be sold, right. testing problems. I mean, it, it's been immaculate. That's so, awesome. knock on wood, let's keep it that way. But it, it will be that way because we've reached the point where more and more people understand what it is, and I, more and more people aren't afraid of it. Don't you think? I mean, it's that reefer madness that's been ingrained. Well, I think it's actually, if I might say. <laughs> The marijuana people are good people. 
<laughs> Pretty well, much. And they also have a ton of money invested, right. in it, and they're scared yes. they have to lose it. So they they they're really sticking to the regulations. To, you know. Yeah, yeah, staying with the ordinances. So let's move over to. Uh, did we talk about what Sandoval's doing? Are you moving? Into no, that? right. He we, he's a big deal. The school. Yeah. And and How what is that? Gonna, is he going to do anything? It doesn't look like it. He had he would have to call us back to Carson City next year. Well, we're going to be there next year. He well, that's what he said. He said, "I'm you're coming up next next year. We'll deal with it." But the reality is, I wanted to deal with it now. Because it's happening now. Right. Right. Well, it's money. We're going to lose seventy five million dollars to schools. Uh, by way and that's you. sad because I have friends that are teachers here. And I am an ex-teacher, and I know how important education is, and that's the one thing that everybody takes away. Mm-hmm. Every city, every state, when you know they need this or that, they take away uh, the art programs, they take away the music programs, they take away all the things that are important to kids, as far as I'm concerned. And my friends at teacher said it was not the greatest place to teach because they don't have the tools that they need. Oh, absolutely. We have big class sizes, um, you know, poor salaries. Right. Um, and, and we're dying. We're 50th out of 50 states as far as our funding for education. So how so. is someone allowed to do that? How can he just inadvertently go, I'm going to take this money now that is no, allowed? No, he didn't do that. That he was the legislature that. did that. Okay. So, so we're what just was asking, his part in it then? Well, his part is now we're asking him to change it, and he won't change it. So what, what can is his we re- do? What is his reason? Uh, the legislature will deal with it next year. Okay. So what can we do about it? Uh, just raise holy hell. Tell do we, people, who do we raise holy hell with? With the press, with your neighbors, you know, with, yeah. if you know teachers, have them call. Write articles. Yeah, just just keep screaming, you know, where's the money? Where's Are the we going to call Sandoval? You could call Sandoval, is that, too. Is that, you could call your assembly person, call your state senator. They, they, can, they can call a special session. So whatever it takes. Well, right, because with Hempington Post, um, I have a, quite a following, following and uh, I, I would love to put it out there, and I need a directive, right? Because yeah, tell them to call their legislator and say, we want the pot money. For our teachers. Right. Right. Now. Right, right. We don't, can't. don't wait. Let's do it now. Yeah, it's like, how dare them? How dare them about anything? <laughs> they do what they want to do when they want to do it. You know what? Growing up, I thought everything was about the people. It's not about the people. No. It's about money, power, and greed. Right. And uh, on that note, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back with Tick Sigerbloom, Darlene Mann, and we're going to talk about hemp and perump. <laughs> Clear the airways for the big broadcast. It's time for HempRadio.com, your source for everything hemp and cannabis. With your host, Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Hemp Radio. I'm here with my co-host, Darlene Mia of the Hempington Post and the fabulous Tick Sigerbloom. And now I have one question for you, Tick. What the hemp is going on in Nevada. Uh, a ton of stuff. Um, just as I was telling you earlier, just in the last few months, I've noticed a real uptick in, in uh, not, no pun intended, <laughs> in, in the interest in hemp. Uh, you know, we changed our law last session to allow the hemp industry to sell into the marijuana businesses. Uh, but because the licenses are so cheap, 
Uh, there's a lot of interest in, in and CBD has become such a big thing. There's a lot of interest in, in, in putting money into the hemp industry, both as far as grows and production. So it's, it seems to be the new thing. And CBDs, as you know, are, are really taking off. There's CBD-only stores now in Las Vegas. Um, so yes. It is, it is. Yes. I use it for everything. As a matter of fact, my cat's having uh, – I have a Siamese cat, and he's highly – he always has, like, the spilkies. He's real nervous. I give him hemp oil. I, I give him – CBD hemp oil, and it calms him down. So you know it works for him. Yeah, the hemp the hemp industry and the CBD industry is okay. Growing. So they are growing hemp in Pahrump, Nevada. Correct. Correct. And uh, I was reading an article. Is that the Davis Brothers? Truthfully, I'm not sure. Uh, there may be more than one organization out there. I, I know Leaf. Uh, Leafy. Leafy, I think, is the one that I know of. Oh, right, 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 right. And uh, do you know who they're connected with? Because don't, don't you have to do that through a college or a, a university? No, not anymore. So they, is that just here in Nevada not anymore? I, that I don't know. He knows Nevada. It's state by state. It's all different. Yeah. So the hemp laws are state by state? Well, the okay. cannabis laws are. Yeah. Well, this they is have hemp. a different yeah. legal Well, then again, I, I'm not different. saying you're not... I mean, you have to be licensed by the state of Nevada, the Department of Agriculture, but uh, you don't have to sell it through the Department of, of the, for the University, and I think you can get your seeds Okay, directly. let me ask you this. I, Patty Gordon, I'm starting a hemp farm. I have uh, 60 acres in Nevada, and I want to grow hemp. Can I grow it? Yes, but you have to get a license from the Department of Agriculture. But they will give me, I mean, if I have the money, will they give me it? Or is there a certain I'm criteria? Sure, I'm sure there's criteria. I honestly don't know what it is, but I can just say that it's, it's much lower bar and threshold than it is for the marijuana industry. Fabulous. We can grow our hemp here then. And do you know, um, well. Okay, okay. So, so the thing is, is that you can grow through the agricultural study department. So here, here's the problem. Unless you're making CBDs, which is the thing right now, um, there's like 25,000 different hemp products that you can make. So their study program doesn't allow for any, are we looking at production facilities as well? Because say you wanted to produce fibers so that you could make clothing or shoes or cars. Because or it's buildings. all different seeds. Well, and that, in fact, that's what they were proposing. There's a place in Pahrump that has this huge area, and they and Mike um, Whalen with the uh, Hemp Association, um, he talked about the fact that they wanted to do separate areas so that you could show this is the type of fiber and hemp seeds that you use for cars, for houses, for clothing, for medicine, because it has so many uses. So I'm wondering, because we're fighting this kind of all over the country, is the fact that they're, the agricultural department and the university is set up to study hemp. And I'm wondering, do you know what they're studying? I mean, what do you need to study about a non-narcotic drug that makes 25,000 know, products? To my understanding, they're just, they're just studying how, how to grow it. Well, it's a weed well, I, I'm not saying it's hard, but, but I mean, do you, use, do you so, use fertilizer? No. You, well, again, that's what they're trying a, to determine. Right, but I'm saying that this is something that has been going on prior, you know, excuse me, I want to say prior to 1937, you know, we were growing I, it forever. Right, right. Right? So, George Washington grew it. 
everybody grew it. We grew it for the last 12,000 years on recorded history. It's been growing. So, and they don't use fertilizer, which is a really big thing, which is why we don't need this Monsanto You're, anything. Right. You we don't, don't need anything to grow, to grow it. Right. Right. It, it actually so what cleans the soil. But. I'm educated. I know. Going we know it. But I think. <laughs> they, our listeners don't know it. Right. But the, I think even though he's saying that anybody can grow it, you apply. I think they still have to okay it. Oh yeah, the, the university. Is that well, it's the Department, State Department of Agriculture. Right. They have a, a, a hemp division, and there you apply from them, and and they're tied to the Department of Agriculture or the, the University of Nevada. Uh, um, but if I grow my own hemp, do I have to give them give it to them, or can I? No, that's the same. I said in 2013, we passed a law saying that the state would give you a license to grow hemp. But we didn't have anything to do with the hemp once it was grown. In 2017, the, the session we just finished, we actually allowed you to sell that product and sell it. You can sell it into the marijuana industry, even, which is great because it's it's so much cheaper to to, to bring CBDs in from hemp than it is right. to bring get CBDs out of marijuana. Right, right, yeah. And so much of what it's they this- do is CBD oils, CBD cream, CBD. Dog food, CBD, everything. Everything, right. But, right. but that's just like an inch of what hemp is. I understand that. Yeah. And that's what right. hopefully people are going to start working on next is clothes. See, clo- everything clothes I, have, and- I have, I brought some things to show you okay. because I make hemp bags and I make hemp, um, do- I, I have do- pet products like leashes. Hemp is 10 times stronger than steel. Fact. That's a fact. I didn't make it up. <laughs> It's the strongest fiber on it's the planet. It's the strongest yeah. fiber on the planet. Uh, my friend at Hemp Traders had a fender. Did you see the hemp car? I heard Henry Ford made one. No. They're make, they're, oh, a guy in Florida made made one recently, and it's fabulous. I saw up in smoke. Wasn't it, was that a hemp car? <laughs> I think that Maybe was a, you see the hemp, I think see that was a lot of hemp coming out of that. I think that was a pot car. Yeah. But I took a I, I took a sledgehammer to this fender, and with all my might, and not a dent, not a ding, nothing, nothing. It, it, it's just amazing. And what makes me crazier? Every all these years, people have fought for pot. All well and good. But hemp could have saved us. It could have saved the economy. It can. That, it, it, it still can it because, yeah. listen, in the 1700s, they used, they had to pay their taxes with their hemp crops. All the way up until the early 1900s. Right. In fact, the mid-1900s. And then the government took it away because they wanted to make the money and they wouldn't let us do it. That's the bottom line. I thought it was DuPont wanted to do. Right. Do what? DuPont. Have, have nylon and other things, so they didn't want to compete with hemp. Well, they were proving that hemp was stronger than his nylon. And he flipped out. And this was the 30s. And that's when they did Reefer Madness. He and his buddies, J.P. Morgan Chase... Andrew Mellon, who um, appointed his son, his nephew-in-law to be, to be a, the head of the drug agency, and that's where they did everything. They took everything away from us because those guys, Randolph Hearst, he he didn't want him paper. It was gonna he, he'd be screwed too. They wanted to protect their money. So what do we do now? How can we, as as a state in Nevada, I mean, if you can grow it here, I look at there's so much space here. We should be growing hemp. 
Well, there's not that much water. But the key is, supposedly, it uses less than alfalfa, and there's a lot exactly. of alfalfa that they're growing out there. Okay, so they do grow alfalfa successfully here. Well, in some areas. I mean, we're we a very arid state, so you have to just find little valleys where they have a spring or, or a river. But but anywhere they're growing alfalfa, they could grow hemp instead, and it would be a much more profitable crop. I, I, well, I think that hemp is going to surpass cannabis money-wise. Because it, it has so many incredible uses. I mean, it, it's medicine, it's food, it's clothing, it, it, it's grain. It's, I mean, I, I could go on and on and on and it's, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, no, Pemptress? Yeah, no, it's, it's all true. It's all true. And, it, and it's just interesting to see how it's going to play itself out. But and, it's love- t- you know, the thing is, is that uh, watching this, I've been in the hemp industry now for the last four years. Right in media, primarily because I'm so interested in the politics and what's going on, and it was really interesting over our political time, and even now, nobody mentions hemp. Not a politician. Because no I don't one, know what it is. No, Patty, damn don't, it! You that can't is, pound the table. <laughs> that is so not true. It's not that they don't know what it is. It is. I mean, you don't see John Oliver mention hemp. The first guy who mentioned hemp of the big radio people is Joe Rogan. And, all, and now he's all on it because the CBD has come out. Right. But because of the petrochemical industry, this is like big business where hemp would actually. But did you see that, that uh, the majority leader in the Senate from Kentucky just introduced a bill uh, a couple of days ago to say that uh, hemp is legal under federal law, which is not technically right now. Right. right. And every and So he wouldn't be doing that if the petrochemical industry. Oh, had, had it right. By the throat. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, he would certainly be doing that because that they they maybe recognize the fact that hemp is biofuel and it, it could produce environment and economical major benefits. So, I mean, somebody like O'Connell right now is standing up and going, "Yes, we should have that." But pretty much all the way up until now, nobody even mentions because it. they haven't been educated. It's ignorance to what it is. I talk to people every day that said. Can it's you smoke rope. it? Is it's rope, right? And you know, I mean, it's just about education, and we we have to, as a teacher, you have to educate the people because we had to educate them about cannabis. I mean, right? It, it's right. been brutal. And I think the more we educate the people, and it's going to take time because they still have that grief or madness ingrained in their but, brain. But truthfully, it is flipping so fast. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah, because just like I said earlier, people like you are involved. People, you know, of prominence. People that can impact other people or their cities or their their states. That's what they need to do. We need more people like you, Tick. That's going to help us get this off the ground and educate everybody about hemp. Because it's a win-win. I. That's how I look at hemp. It's a win-win. Absolutely. You can only make. A ton of money. Well, and you can, you're making the world better. And you're making and, the and world. And you're making people better because they're not taking psychedelic and all these, not psychedelic, but all these psychoactive drugs that, you know, hey. Xanax and uh, opioids, opioids and everything else they're, they're, they're using. So do you have a big opioid problem here? Of course. Well, right. yeah. you know what? A lot of places are using cannabis for uh, to withdraw from the sure. opioids. Right, yeah. Yes. So... You know, I think that's fabulous. It's great. Hopefully it works. I mean, 
I, I'm not sympathetic to drug addicts because I lived with one and I used to pray for his death. Anyway, you, you know what I'm saying. Yes, he did, but not of drugs. Too bad. He lived far longer than he should have. And I didn't know anything about it. I, I came from, you know, perfect. So I, I didn't believe, right? Yeah. Or, new, yeah. New, new. or you believe people. Oh, no, I don't believe anybody. I said, wait, well, you did. No, I didn't. Well, you obviously. I didn't know about addiction. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know that rich kids that were nice were drug addicts. I thought it was in the ghetto. Wrong. It's everywhere. It has nothing to do with race, religion, nothing. Right. Well, again, yeah. So cannabis can actually, you know, make a difference completely in people's oh, sure. lives and take them off of heavy drugs altogether. And that's what they're doing, which is fabulous. So what is the message that you want to leave with everybody? We know that you're the godfather of Nevada cannabis, and I, I love that. I salute you for what you've done. You've done more than what other states have done in a short time. I really believe that. And I think that Nevada, if anybody can regulate, and you and I talked about this like a couple years ago, Nevada's the place because they regulate everything. Right. Now we sell sin. And, yeah, I love that. And, and addictive we substances are... Addictions are what we live on, so now we know how to do it. Uh, we just have to get over this hurdle. When, when even though we do all kinds of amazing things, when it comes to marijuana and, and pot shops and and you know uh, Amsterdam things and hotels, uh, the politicians are still just terrified of their shadow. I thought Steve Wood would have a uh, little lounge in one of the ho in his Wynn Hotel. Yeah, because you know he has a degenerative eye disease, and I believe he uses cannabis for that. I'm not sure, but he's he's long gone now. So he's what? Long gone. He died. No, but <laughs> he got kicked out of the hotel. He's, he's oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh my God, he is gone. I totally forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to take his name off the hotel pretty quick, probably. Is they going to change the name of the hotel? Uh, probably have to. Yeah. Oh my! This happened what last week? Uh, well, it's been going on for a couple of months now, but. Um, Every day more and more comes out about him, and he, he was not good. He was not good. No, he wasn't. I mean, he, he, he was one of the ones that were involved with uh, uh, women accusing him of things. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and going back to the, to the 70s and, and, right. and the, the people around him, if you complained about him, they said, shut up or you're out of you're here. You're right. So, and the women are coming forward now in droves. In and saying, droves. I've, you know, I, I've seen it on the news, and I thought... What an idiot, you know, but listen, he's not the only one. It's sad that men have to be like that. Well, more than yeah. sad, I mean, it's sick. Yeah. I mean, in this town, the, the world's best prostitutes, why would he want to pick on a manicurist? Right. That's what I don't understand. It was there and easy. Who knows? What, what is the message that you want to leave with your people? Just that, that uh, Nevada, first off, is the place to come for marijuana and hemp. Um, but secondly, uh, around the world, this, this is, this, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's, it's, it's taking over. It's, it's very successful. We need to regulate it. We need to monitor it and tax it. Uh, and then, then once we get control over, we need to take that model and go back and look at alcohol, and these other drugs, because the fact is alcohol doesn't begin to pay its fair share of taxes. When you look at all the da damage, to ask it, you about damage that. It, it, it causes. And, and the reality is drugs should be taxed to the point where 
where the harm they cause, uh, those taxes are used to help people. So if you're addicted to alcohol or whatever, the tax on alcohol, because we know 10% or so of the people that use it are going to get addicted, that tax ought to be used to pay for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, families are going broke over opioid addiction, putting their their children or their their parents into treatment and over and over again, and they literally go bankrupt on it. I mean, that ought to be something that the manufacturer pays for, that the family shouldn't have to pay for. Well, it's a choice. That's all I'm saying. It's a choice. It's a choice to put that drug in your... I, I live with a drug addict, no, and that's, that's, that's my own exactly. personal opinion. Sometimes If you can choose you know, to stop doing it... You can't choose to stop doing it. The whole, I know people that my two friends have been sober for 30 years. Well, there's a lot. I said 10% of the people that use these things become addicted. 90% of the people can walk away. Exactly. But the 10% that are addicted, it's not a choice. It's, it's something about their body chemistry. Either it's cigarettes or it's alcohol or it's opioids or it's, it's Xanax, whatever it is. It's, some, it's gambling. It's just people have addictive personalities. And right. you cannot say they can just walk away. They well, can't. And the 12-step program is not going to help them. I have friends that have been in AA for years, 20, 30 years. Right. So it depends on the individual. Well, right. Know, That's I the whole know, point. I, I, right. No, it's not, no, it's not that cut and dry. And I'm not going to just let you sorry that way out of that. The thing is, is that a lot of these prescription drugs that are prescribed, when you go to get off of it, you, you are in living hell. Okay, living hell to the point where I'm watching people living hell to the point that the withdrawals are so horrific that they can't get off. So that's why marijuana has been amazing. I'm talking to them. They're like, if I didn't have marijuana, I don't know how I could do it. My ex-husband was a heroin addict. Okay. Okay. He didn't go through any hell when he detoxed, okay? Then he wasn't an addict. addict. Oh, yes, he was. Oh, my God. He lived for drugs. I had people in my house with guns. Well, well, again, that's not an addict. Is somebody that can't get off it and goes through living Well, he out. never did. He only he went to the same rehab eight times. Okay, because it's not easy to get off of it, which is why, which is why marijuana is so okay, this wonderful. Is, right. Let's just go exactly. back to that. And that's what it is. It's and not has, like they can just get off of it if they want to. And this is why marijuana. It doesn't have addictive so properties. Sad. Well, it, it it does not have addictive properties. Great for, it's great to get off of prescription drugs now that we have medical Cannabis, right. available to us because prior to this they not they would it was like they go to jail for marijuana over heroin well there's like, yeah it's a you can't compare the two as far as i'm concerned there's no comparison exactly anyway is there anything else that you want to see say no, to, no, no. we're so excited that uh <laughs> you, you, did you like watching us fight anyway it's personal <laughs> opinions sorry. that's i don't all. know why you bothered to bring me along <laughs> you are so fabulous thank you for everything that you've done in Las Vegas and for Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I'm sure when the lounges are here, the next time I come, I might be coming to one of the lounges. So I'm really excited about that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And Darlene, thank you. I love you. You know that. We, we just don't think the same all the time. And it's great. That's what makes us who we are, who we are and love each other. And on that note, it's time to blow this joint. Yeah.